I found myself in a place of sorrow. I found myself in a place of grief. And at first I didn't have language for it. All I knew was something was off. And I couldn't trace it back to any misstep I took. I couldn't trace it back to Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for joining me on this um, episode of um, 10 series conversation starters with Licks. Um, I hope you're enjoying the um, the other ones so far. And um, yeah, happy new year again to everyone that probably um, I'm probably encountering you through this medium. You know, that will not be able to say happy new year to one another. So basically, uh, I just want to just jump into the conversation for this um, for this um, uh, this talk, and this is going to be four phases of leadership. So I've titled the first phases of leadership because I believe that leadership has four phases that are very critical and very important. But before I start talking about um, um, leadership as a way like that, I, I think leadership is one of probably the most, um, probably one of the most um, uh, um, prolific or the, the, one of the most um, uh, uh, frequently mentioned word, you know, in our um, in our age and in our time. I mean, growing up as a child. We always have what we call um, class prefects some people call it class captain everybody wanted to be the head boy you know from high school from high school you go to you know to from i mean from elementary school to high school to you know there's there's always leadership everybody says that's the leader of the class everybody says that's the leader of the of the entire sport team you know everybody says that leader on the pitch you know for guys that play soccer you know for ladies that are probably doing cheerleaders they say that's the leader so there's always that feeling of the fact that somebody always has to have somebody that they want to look up to everybody says in the home you know that they um, that, 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 that the father is the head of the family you know and then you know, there's always that space of you know everybody has a need you know everybody is looking for somebody which they can always look up to you know and that's why leadership is not just something that we can just stop talking about and i think that you know as much as one of the most um frequently mentioned and um, what or probably one of the most um popular word or most famous word if there's something like that i think it's also something that if not well um um studied or if not well discussed i think it's something that can actually be um misinterpreted and when stuff are misinterpreted you know you know uh, there's this popular adage that says that when the purpose of a thing is not known abuse is inevitable so i think you know as much as um this world is actually a well-known word that a lot of people are mentioning or people are actually saying it i think it's very important for us to look at you know the nitty-gritty of it and i'm going to start by defining what exactly is leadership so for me i think leadership is the ability to be able to influence people to achieve a particular goal or a vision so leadership is the ability to be able to influence people to achieve a particular goal or a vision so that means that there are two things that are key here there's people and there's vision so that means that these people had what they want to do initially these people had what they had in their mind initially but the ability to be able to influence them to be able to live what they wanted to do in their own um initial thoughts or in their own initial capacity and follow you to achieve a particular vision and a particular goal is leadership 
leadership. So leadership for me is not stagnant, it is mobile, it is moving. Leadership is the ability to be able to move from one place to another with the aim of achieving something at the end of the journey. So, and what that means is the fact that if we remove people or if we remove vision from leadership, if one of those two elements are not there, then leadership is not complete. Because what that means is the fact that you might have um people that are following you but there's no vision and that's simply what we call manipulation and i think that that's what something that's actually common in our uh in, in our history and in our times where people follow people but people don't know why they are following people when you are following people it is important for you to know what is my end goal what am i trying to gain from this relationship where is this relationship going to lead me to so these are questions you need to uh in your private moment or in your in your in your, in your, in your in, you have to introspect and think that this person i'm following whether it be a celebrity whether it be a social media influencer whether it be a pastor what is this person what am i expecting from this person and where is this person has the capacity to lead me into so and the other side is also the fact that if you lead people and uh, and, and there is no vision then there's tendency that the people are going to perish because what will happen is that a time we come when the people will ask that what is next and if you cannot tell people what is next and uh, w- w- what that means is the fact that uh, you, you can't lead them you can't you are not taking them nowhere so nobody wants to follow anybody that is not going to take them nowhere so that is also very very critical so and when we remove also people from re- from leadership and what we have only is vision what it means is the fact that you, you try and do it by yourself you know and uh, the bible makes us realize that even god created um family in solitary so it is important for you to know that the vision that god gives you even though you are the bearer or you have it in your head on your eyes you need people as the feet and the hand to be able to move that vision don't forget that i said vision leadership is mobile so in order for you to be able to move that vision you need people so that vision must rest on the legs of people it must be at the hands of people and that is what leadership for me is about so uh, so now getting into the topic, the four faces of leadership. This is a very very interesting um interesting conversation. And the, f- the four faces of leadership it, it involves uh, the lion, the ox, the eagle, and the man. So I will repeat again: the lion, the ox, the eagle, and the man. So there are four faces of leadership, and I'm going to discuss each and of these phases of leadership. And the reason why we need to look at leadership from a perspective of faces is because when you choose an opinion about something, it is important and imperative for you as a leader to consider all the perspectives that are involved so what i'm trying to say is that as a leader it is not safe for you to hold a position without not looking at all the faces that are involved so one of the things that we also learn is the fact that uh, um, um, the church which is a legislative of how god uh, legislates his authority on earth the bible said he has a manifold-sided wisdom so it is important for us to know that when they say manifold side that means that there are many faces you understand so and also leadership also has many faces so now let's get into the first face of leadership so the first face of leadership is the face of the ego so um just like uh, I, I, I was saying the other time that it's important for us to have vision. So uh, when we talk about ego, one of the major things that characterize the ego is actually its sight. And sight can be divided into three categories. We have the insight, we have the foresight, and we also have the insight. So, and what it means is the fact that in order for us to look at these three things, I don't want to talk to about, so I've had a lot of people discuss about, oh, so from this age to this age, you're supposed to have foresight, from this age to this age, you're supposed to have insight, and from this age to this age, you're supposed to be at your insight state. But I don't want to talk about it. I want to talk about it in terms of what exactly does this sight faces or the sight stages what exactly does it mean so let's look at 
foresight. So when we talk about foresight, foresight, we are talking about your projections. We are talking about your imaginations. We are talking about your dreams. So as, as, as a leader, is it important for you? What are your projections? What are your projections for life? What are your projections for your company? What are your projections for your family? Where do you see yourself? What are your imaginations? What are your dreams? It is important for you as a leader to continue to have imagination and to continue to have dreams. Very, very critical. And what I've realized over time is the fact that, you see, um, the things that influence our vision uh, 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 and our, our our foresight as, a, as, as, a, as an individual are stuff like our background, our exposure and our knowledge. So, it is easy for you to say that you, see, you can see as far as level of illumination that you have. So, your insights is based on, or your foresight is based on the level of illumination that, that comes into your heart. And when that illumination comes through knowledge, so it is very, very important for you to acquire knowledge in order for you to be able to influence how you think and how you see and how you perceive things. So, the second classes of sight is what we call the insight. So, in the, in the insight state, we want clarity. People want understanding. Now you want to interpret everything that you have gathered. Where you are right now, you want to be able to interpret. What does this thing mean? What, I, what, I, what, 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 are, what, what is the clarity I need to have concerning this thing as I continue to move this thing? And you can also interpret things based on knowledge. You can interpret things based on community. You can also interpret based on a mentorship. So it's very, very important for us to understand that also there's an inside state of an human being's life. So you have to look at, okay, now that I'm here, what does this thing mean? So as a leader, you need to have insight to be able to understand what the times and seasons are. Bible said we should be like the children of Issachar. Bible said they had the perfect understanding of times and of sins. So your ability to be able to interpret that is, is very imperative for you and very critical for you as a leader. So you must be able to interpret the time and season in which you are in. Now, the last stage, I, I don't want to talk so much about hindsight because I've not been in the hindsight stage. But I think if, if you have to talk about the hindsight stage, it's about reflection. So it's very, very important for you to be able to evaluate. How do you evaluate? No, now, as a leader, you have done what you're supposed to do. You want to look, did we achieve the result that we set you know, to achieve when we started this vision? Or in our yearly goal, did we achieve it? So you need to have monitoring plan. How do you, don't just work as a leader without not taking stock. So it is very, very important for you to take stock. So 1 Corinthians 2.14, the Bible said um, that, that we, should, we should evaluate ourselves. The Bible said a spiritual man takes time and evaluates himself. So it is very, very important for us as, as believers to evaluate ourselves or as human beings, it's very important for us to take stock and evaluate ourselves. So one of my favorite scriptures is actually in Proverbs 29 verse 18. It says, where there is no vision, it said, the people perish. So it is important for you as a leader to have a vision. Your vision is very, very important. I I, I know people people talk about, um, now that you have a vision, you know, one major thing is fact, how do I cast my vision into the heart of my followers? Because I think that's one thing that is very important. And I will just talk about four things that are very important for you to cast your vision into the heart of your followers. Take the lead. As a leader, don't, don't, don't let it happen that maybe there's something that people want to do you are running behind. You are the person that is always behind. And you are the leader. You are the person that is always behind. Take the lead. If it's anything financial contribution, take the lead. If it's anything that has to do with using strength to do, take the lead. If it's anything that I have to do, maybe people have to walk into late hours, take the lead. It's very, very important for you as a leader to take the lead. Then the second thing is be consistent. So don't be a leader that says this today and tomorrow you are saying something else. It is very, very important for you as a leader to be consistent. The other thing is the fact that you need to speak to people in their language. So when you are casting your vision into the heart of people, speak to them in their language. So 
that's on uh, um, on the ego face, the first face of leadership, which is the ego. So now let me let me move into the second. The second is ox, O X. So uh, uh, when when we talk about ox, what are we really trying to talk about? Because um, uh, I mean that might be that might be a familiar word to a lot of people. But what it means is the fact that you need to learn to be able to take your stand as a leader. You need to be able to learn to use your strength as a leader. So uh, the major thing that characterizes the ox is their strength. So as a leader, you need to be able to use your strength wisely to be able to achieve what you need to achieve. So, and I'm going to break this down for us so that it doesn't look so um, complex. Now, you're a leader, you have a five-man team or you have a ten-man team. Everybody has different strengths. Everybody has different um, abilities. Your job as a leader, the first thing you need to do as you are getting into a thing or, 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 or they are probably making you to lead a team, recognize everybody's strength. Now. When you recognize everybody's strength, it is your duty also as a leader to ensure that in recognizing everybody's strength, you make sure that everybody functions to their optimum capacity. So, what that means, the fact that never as a leader should you say, "Oh, um, what we are doing right now, it involves some people. Some people are not relevant to it." So, you will realize later that bringing everybody together to work on it is better than saying that some people are redundant. So, when you recognize everybody's strength then you ensure that everybody's strength is being used to function onto the optimum. So I'll read the scripture to you, Proverbs chapter 14, verse 4. It said, when there is no oxen, the manger is clean. It said, but abundance comes by the strength of the hawks. So what it means is that when everybody's yielding their strength to you as a leader, there's increase. But when there is no uh, when there is no activity, when there is no work that is being done by some people, when you have redundant in your system, so redundant leads to waste. So, I, I have a friend that works in a FMCG um, company and then when we were talking, he told me about uh, how his overall KPI, when I make KPI, key performance indicator is to ensure that it eliminates waste. So as a leader, you want to ensure that there is no redundancy in your team because what redundancy does is that it, it dissipates your strength as a leader. What redundancy does is that it makes you weary, it wears you out because you, it makes it makes you so we, so weighty, but your 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 progress or your 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 what's it called now your your acceleration in your journey to achieving your vision as a leader is slow. So it is very very important as, as that. So another thing that is very important when we talk about you being the, the second phase of leadership, which is being ox, is be affirmative. So and, and I know people struggle with being affirmative and not appearing as though they are being rude. So it is your duty as a leader to be able to manage between how do I strike a balance between being affirmative and also being flexible? How do I listen and I also still take my stand on certain issues? Because what you need to realize is that everything rises and falls on leadership. So it is very, very important for you as a leader, you know, to be able to um to be able to take your ground upon on, on certain issues. So that what that means the fact that you won't say this to somebody today and tomorrow you are saying this to another person because you are probably confronted with fears or the fact that you are not seeing the results you want to see yet does not mean that as a leader you should just be changing your vision board or today we are doing this, tomorrow we are doing that. So next tomorrow, when you do that, what you are doing is that you are not giving your followers an ability to be able to see you as a consistent person and that will make it difficult for them to be able to follow you. So as a leader, it is your job to be consistent and be affirmative. See, the simple truth is that a job that is half done will produce an half result. A job that is half done will produce an half result. So if you keep jumping from one place to the other, what you realize is that you have a lot of half jobs done. 
and nobody gives a credit for a job that is half done. Credits are given for a job that is completely and well done. So it is important for you as a leader to ensure that you are consistent in your actions, you are consistent in your conversation, and you are consistent in what you show to your followers. That is very, very critical. The third phase of leadership is the phase of the lion. Now, uh, majority of us know lion as one of the you know one of the most ferocious um, animal. But I want I want to look at some some two critical parts of you know attributes of a lion being fearless and also fighting and and when i mean by being fearless what i mean by that fact that as a leader you have to be fearless there will be days when things might probably not be going as expected with your team there will be days when things are probably not going as you have actually you know set out to do but as a leader your ability to be able to motivate your team to tell your team that we keep doing this we don't quit we keep pressing to this. We keep we keep on pushing onto this. When they are saying that, oh, because you as a leader, you must never stop seeing light at the end of the tunnel. So it is very, very important for you. You are able to be able to carry your people through dark moments. Through moments when they don't see light and you are using just only that ray of light that you have is very, very critical as a leader. So you need to be fearless. You need to do big things. You need to do big things as a leader. Do big things as a leader and not just do it anyhow. Do it excellently. Another thing that is important for you as a leader is also you need to make resources available. Oh, I cannot. I, this is one thing that is very critical for us as a leader. You see, when you tell people to do things, you need to make sure that the resources are available. Now, the question is this: This is where majority of leaders make the mistake. When you want to talk about resources to achieve a tax, don't just force your resources on your followers. Now, the best way for you to know the resources that are needed is that when you are laying down your vision board on what, what you want to achieve, ask your followers or your people or your team members, what do we need to achieve this? Let them tell you what you need to achieve this. And now lay it out to them how you are going to achieve what they have set out to achieve. Or if you cannot provide all the resources at once, let them realize that, okay, at so short time, I will make the resources available, but never be it that as a leader, you are not providing resources that is required by your followers and you are now expecting from them that they should produce the result that you are expecting. So make sure that resources are available. Now, the second thing I said I was going to talk about after being fearless is actually fight. As a leader, you need to fight for the vision. You need to preserve the vision. Situation challenges will come that will make sure it wants to take you out of your vision or want to take the vision out of the sight of you and out of your company or out of your team members. Fight for the vision. Fight for the vision. The second thing that fight for your people. Now, and, now, and, I, and, I, and I know majority of people are always like, oh, you know, this is not something new, you know, uh, why should I fight for the people? They are getting paid, you know, everybody's here to do their job. Well, that's true. But that is also not true, you know. As a leader, it is your job to ensure that you fight for your people. You know, uh, I, I like the analogy of Jesus Christ in, um, in, in John chapter number 10. He said, um, the good shepherd and the good shepherd lay down his life for the sheep. He said, the good shepherd also provides for his sheep. So, it is important for you as a leader to understand that you need to fight for your people. So, people, people want you to know that, people want to have that feeling that, why I'm following doesn't just care about me, about the work I do. I'm going to discuss this in the last phase of leadership. But please fight for your people. Don't just don't throw your people under the bus as a leader. Don't trash your people. Don't trash your people. 
their esteem is as important as the job that they are doing for you. They need to know that you value them and they need to know that you will fight for them the same way they will fight to achieve the vision that you have casted into their heart. Now, the last phase of leadership I want to discuss with you about is the phase of a man. And, and, and it's very, very important for us to talk about what does, it, what does the phase of a man mean? You know, uh, I, I will start again. The first phase of leadership that we spoke about was what? The phase of what? The phase of an ego. The second phase we spoke about is the phase of an ox. The third phase we spoke about is the phase of a lion. And the fourth phase I'm discussing with you about now is the phase of a man. And, and the reason why I want to wrap up these um, four phases of leadership. It is important and, and the only thing I want to discuss about is love as a leader. See, the, 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 the major catalyst that fuels team members or followers to achieve the result that leaders always desire is love. There is no other catalyst, there is no other element that is important or that is as valid as that. So you need to be able to ensure that love actually is 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 is, is, is being dissipated from you to your followers or your to your team members. You see, and it is very and people, you have to be conscious about it. Okay, uh, 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 some people want to make people to do extraordinary things. That's true. People can do extraordinary things. I know of a company whereby they literally beg people to actually close work. Like, even when it is past work hours, people still want to work. You see, it is all about the culture. The culture of love. The culture that people don't feel that they are being used. But people feel that they are being valued and honored. You see, everybody tilt towards a place of habitat. You see, your habitat is a place where somebody feels they are comfortable. When somebody feels like they are loved. When somebody feels like they are cherished. So you need to create an habitat mentality in your in your workplace or in, in among your followers where they feel like they are loved. You see, there is nothing bad as a leader if you decide to take your follower out on a lunch and you discuss. You see, this 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 these are things that are important and as valuable as the job that you want them to do for you. You see, people don't want to feel like you are using them. When people feel like they are using it, people do just the best. But if you want to get beyond the best people must feel like they are loved so it is important for you as a leader to ensure that you stretch out that 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 hand of love to your to your followers and to your team members you need to ensure that your conversations with them are not just focused on the tax alone you need to ensure that you care about their total wellness as an human being you need to show them that you care about the fact that they are as valuable as the, uh, they are even more valuable than the tax that they are doing so it is important for you to ensure that you show that face of men as a leader don't just make people work for you. Don't let them feel like they, you are using them. Let them feel like they, are, they, they you are you love them, and let them feel like they are valuable to you. I, 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 and I think um, with this, I think I've been able to you know uh, say a few things to you that I think can help you to shaping some of the leadership ideologies and some of your leadership perspective to ensure that you know it is very very critical for, for you to understand that leadership has four faces. There's the face of the ego, which has to do with the sights casting your vision into the heart of your followers very critical the second thing is the ox how are you using your strength are you recognizing the strength of all, each of your team members or you are just assuming that everybody is all the same you are not all the same ensure that you recognize their strength and ensure that everybody functions up to to their optimum also critical eliminate all redundancies very very important eliminate all redundancies. there's no reason why somebody should be in your team and that person should be redundant okay that is just too much of width the third thing is the face of a lion 
it is very very important for you to be fearless as a leader take be courageous you know as a leader fight for your people fight for the vision very very important and the fourth thing is the face of a man as much as possible it is important for you as a leader love your people love your team okay love them and then you will see that you will achieve that that vision that and, and that goal that you set out for as a leader thank you so much for joining us on this um, um episode uh, I, I hope you enjoyed it and um, i look forward to sharing the remaining um talks with you Those feels don't.